Welcome everyone, I'm Patrice and this is Navigating the Journey, Episode 8, Recalibrate Your Expectations. Over the course of my life, I've set many expectations when it comes to my career, love, success, and the overall happiness and well-being of myself and those I love. In doing this, the biggest thing I've learned is there are many times when the best way for expectations to be met is if you're willing to recalibrate them. Consider this. When an expectation isn't met, is the issue related to why the expectation was set, how it was communicated, or the thing or person you're expecting an outcome from? I am the parent of a very awesome eight-year-old boy. Growing up, he's always had basic housekeeping chores that I expected him to manage. Simple things like throwing away his juice box when it was empty, or wiping the area off that he ate at and disposing of any leftover food. While the chores seemed light and required minimal effort, on some days they seemed like they were the hardest thing he's ever had to do. In addition to the chores, making decisions was also a challenge. Sometimes he'd know exactly what he wanted. Other times getting him to make a decision was like pulling teeth. Now I do know this isn't uncommon for children and they can be very fickle. When he was five, he was diagnosed with ADHD Prior to his diagnosis, I struggled with understanding how to help him meet my expectations. After the diagnosis, my parenting journey completely changed. While he was absolutely capable of doing the things I asked, I had to recalibrate my expectations of how and when he got them done. The more I worked at it, this mindset began to change and shift beyond parenting. And I realized there were four key phases to recalibrating expectations. I believe these phases are imperative for setting healthy expectations and minimizing disappointment. So let's navigate. On my journey of recalibrating my expectations, the first phase was evaluating my relationship with hope. Hope, by definition, is the feeling of expecting a certain thing to happen. There are times when we allow hope to become a blinder that results in only seeing what we expect to happen instead of what is within reason. I expected after reiterating to my son what needed to be done that it would all eventually click and he would begin to do what was being asked of him the first time. Instead, I'd give him a couple of tasks, then come back five minutes later to find them incomplete. After his diagnosis, I learned that part of having ADHD is being easily distracted and that it can be difficult to give sustained attention to one thing. That meant my expectations had to change. I had to be mindful not to be blinded by what I expected, but understand what was within reason. His diagnosis meant doing multiple things in one try was difficult, so I needed to reduce the number of tasks. I also had to understand that follow-up and repeating the ask would likely be needed. By no means am I saying hope is a bad thing, but it may be helpful to take a step back and determine if the outcome you're looking for is within reason of what can be offered. This is not to be confused with setting unrealistic expectations, which we will dive into later in the podcast. After understanding the impact of hope, the next phase was to reevaluate how I was setting my expectations. I realized at times my expectations were based on how I would handle the same situation if the roles were reversed. I found myself saying, if it were me, and unintentionally creating the idea that everyone should approach the expectations the same way. Instead of using this one-size-fits-all approach, I began to understand the importance of allowing others to process and create a plan that worked best for them. Sure, if it were me, I'd handle it one way. 
but a different approach can still yield the same result. There are times when I have to remind myself that although I'm teaching my son similar principles that I learned as a child, he's his own individual, fully capable of thinking on his own. Everyone processes things differently, and from that, they create their own way of fulfilling expectations of themselves and others. The most important thing is that they are aligned and that they will do their best to meet the goal. Speaking of alignment, my next phase in setting the right expectation was to evaluate how I collaborated. There's value in checking for understanding and making sure you do what you can to help ensure expectations are clear. How often have you set an expectation then walked away with the assumption that everything was understood. Just because you initiate the ask doesn't mean you can't be part of the execution. Even when dealing with an eight-year-old, it doesn't hurt to have a discussion and partner to achieve the intended result. That doesn't mean I do it for him, but it does mean I'm aware of his opportunities and that I can partner with him to create unique ways that will motivate him to succeed. When setting expectations, it's okay to be open to a collaborative approach. This allows you to work through the barriers and pivot when necessary to minimize misunderstandings. The last phase of setting expectations was all about thinking big versus thinking unrealistically. An example of thinking big is envisioning something that may seem impossible, but with hard work, dedicated time, and a concentrated effort, it can be attainable. An example of thinking unrealistically is envisioning something that may seem impossible and hoping it will fall in your lap without taking a single step towards achieving it. Setting unrealistic expectations can create unnecessary pressure and disappointment. Now, I want to make sure you don't walk away feeling like I'm telling you your expectations are unattainable. If you put in the work and effort, you can think as big as you want and be successful. When the groundwork you lay is realistic, you're more likely to have your expectations met by others as well. I encourage you to break down one of your expectations that is consistently unmet into one of the phases we've discussed today. Ask yourself how hope, a one-size-fits-all mentality, a lack of collaboration, and unrealistic thinking have played a part in why you're still waiting for that expectation to be met. I think you'll find that at least one of four will be helpful in recalibrating your expectations. As we part, I want to reiterate, there's absolutely nothing wrong with hope as long as it's pushing you forward versus holding you hostage. If you ditch the one-size-fits-all mentality, collaborate to see things from more than one perspective, and be open to doing the work, any expectation you set is attainable. Instead of being anchored by unmet expectations, be willing to recalibrate and correct whatever may be steering you in the wrong direction. Be sure to subscribe or follow wherever you get your podcasts. And before we depart, remember, as you navigate, it's okay to stumble over the blocks and step on the stones. Those are temporary detours, and your main road is just ahead.